it's the show the establishment warned you about. And thank you for joining us. This is Dr. Tommy Show live from Wesley Chapel, Florida. And we are joining you to share with you the good news. And as always, I have Tracy with me. Good morning, or good afternoon. I guess it's about noon. It is. It's almost noon. We are pleased to bring you the Dr. Tommy Show, sponsored in part by Atlas MD, which is the preeminent medical software for membership medicine practices. Mm. If you would like to learn how to use a -a one-of-a-kind messaging slash billing slash recruiting slash communication slash electronic medical record for your concierge or direct primary care practice, use Atlas MD, and then use it for free on us at AskDrTommy.com. Atlas and D special offer and tell Dr. Josh and Kurt that we sent you and they'll give you 60 days free, which is 30 days more than your usual. And, uh, we have a unprepared broadcast today, but you won't even notice because it is uh, going to come off without a hitch. And, uh, today we had a busy day more than usual. We had what? Three people, three people. Yes. Three patients so starting at nine o'clock for us. That's busy. Mm-hmm. One of them was a physical, which is always longer. Uh, we had a, a follow-up and then a, just a regular nurse visit. And so you may be at home saying, well, that's that seems like a ridiculous schedule for a doctor. Well, it may seem like that because you're used to going to a doctor where you sit in the hallway, or not the hallway, the um, <clears throat> waiting room, and you wait for 30, 40 minutes till you go back. And then you wait in another room, you wait for another 20 minutes, and the doctor comes in and he sees you for about 10 minutes here or there. And then you go out and then you're on your way. So the whole thing costs you about hour and a half or more you saw the doctor for seven minutes so that's not what we do here we do concierge medicine which is uh, membership medicine so if you pay us a membership we are there to serve you uh, all of your health needs as far as we can do for the term of your membership and uh, that includes telemedicine that includes uh, visits to us events includes calls it includes our cell phone includes text messages and so all of those things that you would want to do potentially we cover mm-hmm. and we had some new patients coming in potential new patients coming in tomorrow mm-hmm. and the last several patients that have come in several of them have seen us on the dr tommy show and came in because of that mm-hmm. and one that of them true. one of them who uh reached out to us after watching the dr tommy show was actually in today mm-hmm. and she uh she and her husband were our patients back in uh, 2010 yes when so I received the medical records today, I was like, oh, there's my name. So way back when, and here we are again, uh, being able to serve them again. And so that's that's one of the things that we like about concierge medicine is there's that continuity. And, mm-hmm. you know, you don't have to worry about, well, the doctor switched from networks and now and then we're no longer going to be able to see mm-hmm. them because we don't do any of that. You know, there's a new health care bill come out, which is uh, not health care bill. There's a new tax bill that's been passed to the Senate and it has been passed um, it's a tax cut bill, and it is also going to include repeal of the tax, quote unquote, that the medical mandate is or the insurance mandate is. If that goes through the House, so it's got to go to a conference now. It's been passed through the Senate, tax cut bill, includes the mandate, individual mandate repeal, which is also known as the IRS fine, depending on if you're the uh, Supreme Court or if you're the House of Representatives, because they say it both ways. Whichever way they could find a way to get your money is the way they said it. So that's being repealed or has been repealed by the Senate. It's got to go to a conference committee so that the House and Senate can 
merge a bill together and then send it to the president to sign. If that happens, you will have end, ended one of the most ignominious periods in the history of America, whereas people were fined for not buying a private product. Right. Now, do you think this is going to happen by the end of the year? If it What's doesn't, the plan? when is the, when are they going to meet again? Well, they're going to go on recess soon. So if it doesn't happen by the end of the year, I would basically say Congress. My, my point is, it would be it should awesome. happen within this week. It should yes. happen next week. So if that happens, come January when you are ready to file your taxes, for all those people out there right now thinking you know knowing I'm going to be fine because I did not I couldn't afford health insurance this past year and now I'm going to be fined. Mm -hmm. They um, may not be fined. Right. That's that would be That'd be wonderful. It would be wonderful, yes. And so let's let's back up a little bit. So the individual mandate supposedly we covered this before on several shows. I talked mm -hmm. to a Dr. Wax about it. So the individual mandate was uh, supposedly to do this. It was a cudgel. It was a way to tell people, "Hey, look, we know what's best for you. You really need health insurance, and you need this specific health insurance that we've uh, delineated here with essential health benefits. Mm -hmm. That includes chiropractor care, includes uh, breast reconstruction, includes all these different things, birth control pills maybe, and uh, you need that. And if you don't buy it, we're gonna give you a little, mm -hmm. little fine there to kind of get you moved in the right direction because we know what's best for you. That's right. Completely against what I would call. Uh, how I would like to be treated as an adult. Mm -hmm. That's more like how you treat your child. Mm -hmm. Like, so if your child came home and they're like, well, I don't want to do my homework. I want to go play. And you say, well, if you do that, then I'm going to ground you mm -hmm. or I'm going to uh, take away your uh, video game privileges. Then the kid would be like, well, maybe I'll do my homework. Mm -hmm. So that's how the Congress has increasingly seen us as children <clears throat> and sometimes children that just need a little bit of direction. Right. That is pretty much the case. And, and now um, people are being forced into um, expensive plans that yeah. they are not interested in. Well, then the answer for that is if you're in Congress and you're a member of the establishment, the answer for that is to guess what? If you can't afford your expensive health care plan, guess what the answer is? What is the answer? We'll help you pay for it. We, oh, meaning yes. the government, will help not, you. So not, let's, well, why is it expensive? They said, well, we'll help you pay for it. Mm -hmm. So imagine that houses cost a million dollars a piece, okay, because of something the government did. The government said, look, essential benefits of a house mean that you have to have a three-car garage, you have to have a, a double oven, and you have to have a, a granite countertops. If you don't have that, your house is crap. We're going to upgrade all the houses and then for all of you that are buying new houses, you're going to have to buy this house mm -hmm. as is. If you can't afford it, if you are four times the limit of poverty, then the house will still be bought, but it's going to be other people buy the house. Imagine mm -hmm. that. And then you say, well, that sounds crazy. You say, look, everybody needs a house. What are you saying? You don't, you must hate poor people that don't, you want poor people to live in boxes is what mm -hmm. you're saying. You don't want poor people to have the same luxuries that you have. And that's why you hate poor people. I think people. it's great when you use examples like that because I think that opens a lot of people's eyes when you're when you're telling a story like this and explaining it in that way. Yeah, uh, a lot of people are thinking, "Wow, I never thought about it from that point of view." A lot of people are very trusting of the government. Mm -hmm. A lot of people believe that the government is Knows made what's up. Best. Yes. They know what's best, and they're made up of the smartest and brightest among us. But amongst we, us, right? But we know that's not the case. Yeah, I think it was uh, H.L. Mencken said. Uh, the government is made up of men and not very good men at that. Mm -hmm. And I believe it was uh, William F. Buckley who said, I would rather be uh, ruled or uh, governed by the first hundred pages out of the Boston phone book 
than the uh, faculty of Harvard. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, I think more and more, I hope is what it is, is in the year of 2018, is that that will be the year that people have finally said, you know what, I'm tired of living in the matrix. I'm tired of living in this make-believe world where Washington, D.C. can regulate everything and we have to get up and get up in the morning and go to bed at night. And we have to wonder what Washington, D.C. has done for us. Yeah, for and that's us. the way it works now. Mm-hmm. People get up in the morning and say, well, what has Washington done that's going <coughs> to help my 401k or harm my 401k? What has Washington done that's going to allow me to see a doctor? What has Washington done that's going to uh, uh, allow me to buy a cake? And all these different things are things that are not the purview of the federal government. It wasn't designed that way. It has become that way. Well, we do know. We've talked about this about a particular couple. They're, um, they're going to backtrack, remember, and, and hopefully make less. Right. The couple that? that was in, uh, I believe it was Idaho or something, they were saying, look, we want to be good. We want." So they had this very, um, what do you call it? Um, they were very... Um, Obedient. They said, look, we, we want to do the right thing, meaning buy the insurance, because mm-hmm. the government says we have to. We want to do the right thing, but what we're going to try to figure out how to do is make less than 64000 next year so we can qualify for subsidies. Right. That's a very – now, that to, that to the establishment is the model citizen. Mm-hmm. That is the citizen who has bequeathed all of their liberty to the government and is now subservient. It's like in 1984 – he said the, the the novel 1984 by George Orwell. If you haven't read it, or I listen to it on tape because I'm not able to read that often, and whatever the case, is, I listen to it. Anyway, 1984 by George Orwell. It's written in 1948 about the future, dystopian future. It was going to be. Uh, we watched it, didn't we? We watched. There's a movie as well. Mm-hmm. We did watch it. Uh, William Hurt. And uh, anyway, so in 1984, in the future, everyone is um, basically the government is over and above um, every every part of your daily life. And at one point, the uh, the head of the party at that point says to Winston, he says, as long as you love Big Brother, we will take care of you. Mm-hmm. But you have to love Big Brother first. You have to accept Big Brother. Big Brother was the name for who was the head of the government at that point, the party they called it. <clears throat> you have to love Big Brother with all your heart, and then we will take care of you. But you cannot fight Big Brother. You, you have to accept him. And then they finally were able to break Winston, you know, through a long time. And uh, he was finally broken. He loved Big Brother. I'd like so, to watch that again. Maybe with Madison. You should listen to the book on tape, too. Or do read you, the book. You, you have, have the book. We have the I, book here in I, our lounge. Yes, and I actually I had the book myself. But um, It's yeah. a great By the time I get to essay. bed to read... I would start reading and then go to sleep. Yeah. And I just don't take the time during the, you know. I wish they would remake that movie. Not that the first movie was bad, but it was kind of low budget. I think someone like, uh, someone who could do a a, kind of a grittier version, a more uh, high budget version, like uh, maybe, ooh, you know, who would be a great job? I think Christopher Nolan. I think Christopher Nolan could do a good job with that. Maybe so. Think of like Gattaca, you know, the way the government uses things against you. That's kind of more. Of the, anyway, 1984. Back to our point is, so the individual mandate hopefully will be going away soon. If it is, then we will have potentially a variety of different health insurance options, mm-hmm. not health care options. You might have more of those, but health insurance options because the Affordable Care Act 
is supposedly about healthcare. It's really about health insurance. And health insurance should be used for things in healthcare that are necessary to be insured. Everyday daily things do not have to be insured. Now, you may have a health plan for them. You may elect to have a health plan. It may be more convenient for you to have a network that's already made up and you just pay a certain fee and access these physicians. That's fine. That's called a health plan. Health insurance, insurance, which is basically you're paying a fee uh, to uh, hopefully get coverage for this unexpected, expensive, rare event that will cause you great harm. That's insurance. Mm -hmm. So hopefully what would happen was when you remove the individual mandate, which is the cornerstone to the Affordable Care Act, because without the mandate, without the forcing of people to buy that, it won't be bought necessarily. That's right. So with that, hopefully what will happen is we will get real health insurance options, and then the health care options will multiply. And hopefully the price And the price go will go down, just like with TVs. Mm-hmm. Now, I was thinking... The Affordable Care Act, I mean, sorry, the individual mandate slash fine slash tax is something that where the government is kind of making you buy it. So why would the government do that? Why would you need an individual mandate? To make people purchase it. Well, so is that pro or anti-liberty to make someone do something against their will? Yes, it's anti-liberty. Is is the Berlin Wall, was the Berlin Wall pro or (laughs) anti-liberty? Was the Berlin Wall built to keep people out of East Germany? No people. Yeah, I mean, no. No, well, it was to keep people yeah, in East Germany. Right, keep them in. It was to in. keep people in the communist section right. of, uh, I'm sorry, of Berlin. Mm-hmm. Is, uh, so if, if someone is in Cuba, for instance, and they get in a, a, a boat and they start heading towards Florida, mm-hmm. if the Cuban Navy sinks their ship or otherwise arrests them, is that pro or anti-liberty for them? Mm-hmm. Are they doing that to help them get to Florida or are they doing it to keep them from leaving Cuba? Right. Same with North Korea. There was a video recently of a North Korean soldier, I believe it was, who defected. Oh, yeah. You told me about that. I, and, never, I didn't read that article. they tried to kill him. <coughs> now, were they trying to kill this North Korean soldier from a pro or anti-liberty right, He's trying stand- to get away from North Korea. He's trying to get away and they're trying to kill him to make him not get away. Mm-hmm. So... Is, a, is the Affordable Care Act, is that pro or anti-liberty? Is that is the mandate there just to help you or is it there to force you to do something that you would otherwise not do? Mm-hmm. And are we living in America? Are we living in the United States? Are we living in a representative republic? Or maybe maybe we're not that free. You know, I was watching this thing before. It was, a, I think it was a Walter Williams and uh maybe it was thomas Sowell. i can't remember anyway it was one of the two uh one of my two favorite economists and commentators thomas Sowell and walter williams and one of them was talking there's a lady who said it was a round table i think it was walter williams it was a round table and someone said um well you're saying that we are not living in a free society we are living in a free society and walter williams just looked at him and said we are not living in a free society and then he left at that and the truth of the matter is, if you really think about freedom, as we like to think of it, you know, from a uh, Western civilization standpoint, we are becoming less and less free. Most definitely. And, uh, you know, in my podcast, when I talked to Dr. Williams, this was, uh, you can find that on AskDrTommy.com. If you go to listen, um, that's the audio version. I'm not used to just the audio podcast. I was talking with Dr. Williams and um, he said, are we moving toward... Uh, more freedom or more tyranny, inch by inch, day by day. 
And he said the answer is more tyranny. And I believe that's right. And if you tell somebody that, say, oh, you're not living a free place. We're moving towards more tyranny. They, ah, you're tinfoil. Tinfoil hat. You're, you're being crazy. But think about it. Here we have the individual mandate, which now after we're in December, it started in January that Trump was elected, supposedly with a friendly Congress that had majority to repeal the Affordable Care Act, which forces people to buy unaffordable insurance. Mm-hmm. That could have been repealed on day one, potentially. Mm-hmm. But here we are, yes, December here we are still- 6th, talking about repealing one piece of it. Mm-hmm. And ask yourself, do we live in a free country? You know, but some people think that it's perfectly fine that insurance is mandated. Some people believe that. And for those people, I say, you know what? If you believe that, there's a great thing about the Constitution. It says the states have dual sovereignty. And so if you live in a state, for instance, where the where the, the government of that state says, so the 10th Amendment, I believe it is, or 9th Amendment, 10th Amendment says, uh, all powers delegated to the federal government are enumerated in the Constitution. Those that are not enumerated are, deleg- are, are for the states or the individuals. So everything that the federal government can or should do is in the Constitution, enumerated powers, very few. Everything else is left to the individuals or the states. So if you live in a state and you say, look, <clears throat> It is unfair that people should have to go out on the market and search for their own health insurance options. Or it's unfair that people should have to pay for their own health insurance. I believe that health care is a right, meaning that you should get it without having to pay for it. Uh, and if you believe that, then in your state, I would encourage you to forcefully uh, pursue that in your state or your county and see how it works. It may be that when you do that, all the other states say, you look, look what they did in Vermont. Vermont used to be a state that had insurance. Then they passed this thing where everybody in Vermont gets all the care that they want. And they don't have to pay for it. It's part of their government benefit. And look how great it is. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing you know, you know, it's in Oregon, they're doing it. And then it spreads. And, you know, before long, it's such a great thing that everyone's doing it. Or it may be that. People in Vermont like that particular thing, but the people in Texas don't. Mm-hmm. So that's the beauty of it. So you don't have to force everyone to believe the way you do. Right. Uh, you don't have to force everyone to like, like uh, what Dr. Williams said in my podcast. He said, you know, democracy is not what this country is founded on. We are not a democracy. Mm-hmm. The, de- the word democracy does not appear anywhere in the Constitution or the Declaration of Independence. And the founding fathers right. thought democracy mm-hmm. was basically a totalitarian rule of the majority mob rule. And so in a pure democracy, if 100 people got together and 51 of them voted to kill the other 49, that's democracy. Or if we said, look, uh, like Dr. Williams said, if we're going to say on Thanksgiving, we're going to have turkey and uh, we voted for that and ham is not allowed, then that's allowed. So a representative republic, what we have, is supposed to respect the rights of the individual respect the liberty of the individual, respect private property, and the f- meaning for the Constitution, the meaning for the federal government is to protect certain rights and to give some basic oversight for those things that would be unwieldy for the state to do. So for the state, in, in, in less, instead of having individual little armies in each state, let's have a national civilian, or not civilian, a national military. It's still pretty amazing if you think back to it that um, you know, when Obama was in office, that he was able to to get this to pass, this mandate. 
I think it's a. I think it's amazing that they agreed to it. You mean I still the, don't understand you mean the Congress. It. Yes. Well, there's because there's a majority of people in Congress at that point who felt like, look, here's the big elephant in the room. Affordable Care Act is nothing more than a stepping stone on the way to single payer. If you were to go out into wherever your place of work is or your community or whatever and pull people and say, America, United States, should we have to pay for our health care or should that be included as a government benefit? You will find a variety of opinions uh, on either side. You may find a 50-50 split. That's what it came down to is they took what is a personal choice or personal belief and then they tried to force that on an entire nation of 300 million plus individuals, mm-hmm. which is inappropriate, which is why there are states. Uh, you know, if you look at a state like California, California, every time you buy something, I don't know, maybe the CD has it, but it'll say, you know, this has been found in California to bind this. This product has been found in California to include uh, components that may cause cancer. Because California has some stringent laws where they say, look, we think these cause cancer. That's fine for California, but it doesn't say that for every state. So my point is, is that what they did was they took a a national, uh, they took a personal choice and made it a national thing. And they did something that was unnecessary. And the reason for it, I believe, is to do what they think. I think a lot of people think it's fair. It's more fair and they have the belief in government. This is like I said before, one of the most dangerous things that we have today is the belief, the unfounded belief in the competence of the federal government. What has the federal government ever done for you? Well, the federal government has provided a national defense. Uh, they have arranged for a currency. Uh, the federal government is a X for diplomacy for all the states, represents the United States. But in my daily life, mm-hmm. what has the federal government done for me? Well, you could say, well, you went to school on federal government loans. Yeah, but that was not because of loans that I was able to do that. If there was no federal government loans, do you think schools would ever be erected? Or would they just say, look, there's no federal government loans. We're not going to have any colleges. Mm -hmm. Right. No, the federal government stepped in and took control. It's just like charity, Mm -hmm. for instance. People will say, well, you hate poor people then uh, because you don't believe in uh, uh, the federal government uh, providing for medical care. Well, no, that's, that's not the case. The case is, is that actually the federal government does a poor job of providing charity because charity in its essence should be something that's given to someone for a specific desire to do that, not to allow me to make a living. So the various different departments that utilize, uh, that provide quote unquote charity services through welfare systems, through you know, uh, food stamps, Medicaid, all these other things, do they exist for the benefit of the client to make them better so that they don't have to be on welfare? Or do they exist just for their own self-interest as a department to make sure, like we talked about before, each year they get a bigger budget? Mm-hmm. Which one is it? Right. So the charity function, if you, if, if you were to remove the government, that wouldn't mean there'd be no charity because people are chari- charitable by nature. Mm-hmm. You know, someone asked Milton Friedman once, I was on a YouTube video, um, he, the, the person asked Milton Friedman, um, what responsibility does the government have to provide for, for, for poor people? And Milton Friedman said, the government has no responsibility to provide for the for, poor people. And then the guy's like, ha, I gotcha. 
you're a greedy, selfish economist. He goes, people have responsibility. Societies have responsibility. Or if necessary, local governments have responsibility because local governments are more uh, responsive to the needs of their individual citizens. Is it better to help homeless people in St. Pete from the St. Pete government or from Washington, D.C.? Right. Has Washington, is the people that operate the funds for uh, the social welfare programs in uh, St. Pete, have they ever even been to St. Pete? Do they even know what it looks like? Mm -hmm. No. And if there's a problem with the the, the program, is is it going to easily be translated to Washington, D.C. and then back down to St. Pete to fix that problem? Yeah, most likely not. Anyway, all that's to say is the mandate, hopefully, is a thing of the past. Well, let's hope so. Uh, what else? We are in co- closing in on six years in the Echelon Health um, Concierge Medicine, and soon we will be in a different location. We will. Mid-January, we'll, we will be in Lutz. We will no longer be in Wesley Chapel. For those of you listening, it may not mean a hill of beans, but for us, it means we will be moving a little bit south, and uh, it's about 12 minutes from here driving. And for those of us that are in the Tampa area, it is off of um, I-275, just north of Bears exit on uh, Florida Avenue. And it represents for us a growth. It also represents for us, um, I think, a better location so that our patients can access us more easily. That being said, there's some patients who are going to have to drive further. Yes, and we have uh, on average, them. I would think. Uh, I think on average, the minutes, most maybe. will be 15 minutes additional drive time. It's always for hard. A few of our patients. It's always hard to change things when you've, especially in a membership practice, because by definition, it's a long-term thing. So it's always hard to say, well, we're going to have to move. But this is uh, a location that will allow us to grow further, allow us to grow easier, more easily, uh, due to the centrality of it to mm-hmm. Tampa. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's something that we're excited about. And speaking of concierge medicine, we were redesigning, or you're looking at different ideas on Pinterest. Mm-hmm. And then what did you find? I found Radley Griffin's um, waiting room. Yeah. I, would, I had no idea. I'm thinking of ideas. You know, I'm always on Pinterest and looking for things that, um, you know, just ideas on, on decorating. And uh, so I, I've gone through hundreds of pictures and I saved one. So mm-hmm. I came to you this morning and said, You're like, look at this one. I like this one. Yeah, I think we should consider doing the waiting room like this. And you said, huh, well, that's Dr. Radley Griffin's office. And, and I've never even him. been to his office. Yeah, that's funny. And then so you texted him. I thought and, you were doing it because you knew it was Radley's office. No, I had no idea. I was like, huh, okay. But yeah, that's funny. Mm-hmm. So props to uh, Dr. Griffin and uh, his uh, people that helped him design his office. Mm-hmm. Griffin Concierge Medical is uh, in South Tampa. We are going to be in kind of central Tampa. Mm-hmm. We're now in North Tampa. And then there's all kinds of new uh, and exciting businesses popping up. Um, we know a neurologist that's starting, or she is doing concierge, kind of concierge medicine neurology, mobile <laughs> neurology. So all these new exciting things to go along with, hopefully new exciting health insurance options. And... Um, is for all of you listening, if you'd like to learn more about uh, what we do here in the office, you're always invited to come in. And the website for our clinical practice is tampadirectcare.com. For all of you listening, we really appreciate you listening. We have uh, we've been doing this now for a year and a half. 
uh, I started off doing audio only and then Tracy mm-hmm. and I started doing this about a year ago with the video. Mm-hmm. It's easier to do video actually for all you podcasters out there. If you're interested in learning more about that, I have a link on the Ask Dr. Tommy page called podcasters. Anyway, you can learn how to do video podcast and then rip off the, uh, or rip means to take it off the, uh, audio, not to steal, uh, st- take the audio <laughs> off of the video and then upload that separately so that you can have both formats and um, if you want to subscribe you could subscribe on YouTube or iTunes or whatever your audio um, podcast du jour and for our song of the week we are going to feature something from our uh, members um, request this morning Mm -hmm. and that's Journey and that is uh, Faithfully and that goes out to our uh, returning uh, patients and new members and we're glad to have them and we're so glad to have you join us if you have any comments or would like to have us cover something please go to sdrtommy.com and at the bottom you can email us and always feel free to leave a review or comments on itunes it supposedly helps us and then uh, if you um, follow us on twitter i'm at at tampadirectcare.com and tracy's on uh, on what you're on the other one, the the Instagram. Oh, I do Instagram, yes. And what's yours? Your handle? It's concierge underscore medicine. Okay. And that's Tracy's Instagram account. Thank you all for joining us. Until next time, bye-bye.